Hey everybody! Hi. Today we're gonna tell a little tale of forced role-playing and sleeping on a block of ice. So in college I had an opportunity that I hadn't had up to that point in my life. I was able to camp out for a gaming system. I was able to camp out for anything. I never had. I never had the money or the time or the inclination. Never been into the wilderness. Well, I mean camping out for a product. Deep into the wilderness? Okay. No, you and I are not going camping. <laughs> we would die. We would die. I, could, I couldn't handle walking four blocks through the Texas heat yesterday. A bear would eat me, and then you would go out with it. That's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See what I did there? It was oh, kind of... dear. Um, but I'm pumped. Yeah. So, it, I was always a Nintendo kid growing up, and the opportunity came for me to camp out to get a Wii. And it wasn't that I was, like, super stoked, oh my gosh, I got to be the first person to get a Wii. It was more like, hey, here's this life experience I can have. I can have the story of camping out to get something. That could be interesting. And it kind of explains why I don't like to have life experiences, because it ended up being yeah, it did miserable. Not, it did not go anything <laughs> like I thought. First of all, we were camping. I invited Russ to come join me, because Russ likes video games, and it, it wouldn't be fun to do by myself. So we went to a Target in Denton where we were going to college, and I was under the impression that we would have to camp out until midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Midnight I mean, release. Yeah, it's a launch. It launches at midnight. So we got there, and the guy at the front of the line actually worked for the Target. He knew how many were going to be there, so he was able to count off. So we were guaranteed to get If we got in this line, he was counting people like, okay, if you get in line, you can have one. If you get in line, you can have one. And we were maybe the last people in line, or near the last we people We were just in line. around the corner of the building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, after we got in line, and we got our names on the list and everything, we found out, oh, it doesn't open until, what, 7? Right, the normal target opening time. 6, 7 a.m., 8, something like that. Yeah. So, it was maybe 10, 11 o'clock now. We had 8 hours mm -hmm. before it was going to open. And I had to work in the morning. I had to be at work at like 8 o'clock. I fortunately didn't for some reason. Maybe I called in. I may have actually <laughs> You actually planned ahead. To work, yeah. Mm -hmm. So once I realized that this was the situation, I made a quick trip home. Russ held our place in line. I ran home to get my inflatable mattress that I had at the time. So that we'd have something to sleep on. Inflatable mattress, some pillows, a blanket. Uh, because we went, what the hell, we'll just do this. Eight hours, psh. We're fine. We're still young. Can you imagine doing this now? No, I wouldn't. No, I shouldn't have done this 10 years ago. So doing it now, no, certainly not. And certainly not for another Nintendo console. <laughs> so, no kidding. So uh, I got the inflatable mattress. I actually went into the store right before it closed into like their little vestibule to blow up the mattress and carry it over to Russ's and my spot in line. Uh, some people were playing ball, I remember. They yes. had a giant ball that they were bouncing around. Some people brought a tent. They were the smart people. Yeah, it was cold. It was in the fall. It was November. It was November of 2006. And this was not... Uh, I, Texas, Texas winter, fall varies greatly. It was and a this, cold day. This was one where it was, at night it was freezing, or almost freezing. Well, the situation was made worse, but we'll get to that. Um, so... Uh, Russ and I are laying in bed together on the streets of Denton. 
because we were homeless. <laughs> yes, I, that's the closest I've ever felt to being a homeless person. I, I don't know if you're going to remember exactly what you said, but at a certain point, you turned over, you looked at me and said, your line is, <laughs> and you gave me something I had to say. I wanted to recreate scenes. Uh, 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 don't spoil the don't spoil the punchline. So he gets he says this is your line and he gets me something I don't even know what. And I say okay. And he says I'm gonna say my line then you say your line. Okay. He was camping out for a wee with me. What was I gonna do? Argue with the guy? So he says his line. I say the line that was assigned to me, and he looks at me and says, "We just did a scene from the Golden Girls." <laughs> and I went. Okay. I thought it would be a fun way to pass the time. So then he gave me another line, and we did another scene from the Golden Girls. It was, I always had one line, and sometimes Russ would have two or three, but we ended up two men sleeping on a mattress on the streets of Denton, reenacting scenes from the Golden Girls. It kept, it kept us awake. I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> I thought I would die from hypothermia. Here's the thing. Russ doesn't sleep as much as I do. Like, no. by a, and I don't, I'm not a horrible oversleeper like I used to be when I was a kid. But when Russ comes down to Austin, he's always up later than me. Like, I go to bed and he stays up and puts weird things on my Netflix. Uh, and then I wake up eight hours later and Russ has already been up for like two, three hours. He's showered. He's run around the block. I don't really know what he does while I'm sleeping. Probably gone to strange men's apartments. I'm an early riser. You get, what, six hours of sleep a night? Yeah, I, I need about six. Yeah. I, I'm an eight to nine kind of guy. Um, if I've slept nine hours, I just so might as well not get up. Oh, I feel that way every day. Why am I even getting up? So I was ready to go to sleep, but Russ wanted to do scenes from the Go uh, from Golden Girls. We should have done Gilmore Girls as well. We could have done Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Um, you probably would have known some Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I might have. So, the real problem was, we had this inflatable mattress, which is, you know, got rubber, plastic, whatever it's made out of, mm -hmm. laying on this concrete ground with nothing between it. So, over the course of the night, as we slept, all of the coldness of the ground in November, yeah. on this cold winter night, seeped up into the mattress. So that when we awoke, we were sleeping on a block of ice. We were sleeping on a block of ice. The mattress deflated a bit, at least somewhat. Yeah, I think there was all the night. air and it got freezing right. cold and just... Science. So we woke up on a slightly deflated block of ice, frozen all the way to the bone. Mm -hmm. That was a deep, cold, we had, cold... We had, we had a threadbare blanket, right? We were Thread, sleeping out Threadbare. A sheet. We had a sheet. We had a sheet. A sheet and coats. And then the store opened. <gasps> and we got our Wii's. Now, I didn't have enough money to buy a game with the Wii. <laughs> I only had enough money to buy the Wii. Luckily, it came with Wii Sports. Russ was able to get... I got Twilight something. You got a Zelda. Yeah, was that even was that out for the Wii yet? I don't remember. I bought... What, I remember whatever was with game. the Wii at launch. I think it was Twilight Princess. I don't remember. I do. I remember I got a game. I don't remember which game. Fairly certain it was Twilight Princess. So I went home, put the box in the middle of the living room, told my roommate I got to go to work because I did on very little sleep. And I went to go work at the abused children's shelter, worked a full shift, came home exhausted, still cold inside, 
to find that my roommate Daniel had spent the entire day that I was at work playing the Wii. He had set it up and he'd been enjoying my new video game console while I was at work. I, I feel like this is something I should be angry about, but even at the time I didn't care. Like, alright, I'm glad he's enjoying it. My turn. Uh, I just, I feel like Daniel I had very poor boundaries. Uh, and that's almost a whole other story. Daniel I had very poor boundaries. I feel like I should have cared that he took the thing that I camped out overnight for, plugged it in, and was playing it while I was at work, but I didn't. Well, What'd I went do? home. I yeah. went home, stayed home from work, and slept. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I I didn't play it for like at least twenty four hours. So, which I and then okay, the extension to my story, and I don't know if I even ever told you this. I had to return it. It yeah, was it was de it was defective. So I did that for a defective console, which I did get a replacement at no cost, shipped to me. But I went home, slept, didn't play it. Like a day later, plugged it in, played it, played it for like a day, and then it broke somehow. And then I had to just wait for them to ship me a replacement. It took you years <laughs> to tell console. me that. Yeah. It took you years. I to was really that. angry about it when it first happened. I was like, because I got, I like, I got a cold from doing that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So. I'm kind of surprised I didn't. Yeah. I just, I. It's kind of funny that we both camped out for a console. Like we slept yeah. overnight on the streets, and it was the Wii. And it was, it was the Wii. And neither one of us was so thrilled about having it that we had to yeah. play it. Then I didn't call in sick to work. I went to work. My roommate played the Wii. Russ went to bed. Like, we I were did. clearly not the target audience for the idea of camping no. out for a console. We were clearly. Already, I mean, we were 23, what, 23. Something like that. Which I think is already a little old to be doing. I know. It was, I just like to have life experiences, you know? Yeah. I, I can generally pass on life experiences. Until I drag you along yeah, to them. basically. I remember so much of you and me in college was me calling you and yelling at you to leave your apartment to go do yeah. something. Like, we're cool beans. Get here now. I, I've always been a bit of a shut-in. I am less I am less of a shut-in now than I was when I was 23, which is odd. I'm a lot more but, of a shut-in now than yeah. I was when I was 23. Uh, I, I don't do the life experience thing as much anymore because they usually end up with me sleeping on a block of ice next to a gay man on the streets of the city. I, I rode a Segway recently. And you told me... And I fell. But I did it. I thought you weren't supposed is, to be able to fall off of that. Which is... Maybe you're not. You and I President Bush. Yes. Yes. That's what my friend told me. Me and President Bush. It was... How did the story go? President Bush fell off a Segway. A reporter wrote how he's the only person in the world to ever fall off a Segway. Then, a couple weeks later, that reporter fell off a Segway. Yeah. Issued a and retraction a and said that him and Bush were in an elite so club. I, I believe you, President Bush. And now Russ because is also in that elite I club. I fell off a segue, and it wasn't even turning. I mean, I was just, we were, <laughs> ah! we were just on it. We were it's flying, happening. flying through a park, and I, I think I bent down to dodge a tree branch, and it, like, got the machine off balance, and I would just tumble, 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 tumble. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I thought I thought I'd dislocate. I, I didn't. I didn't dramatically hurt myself but my my knee hurt for weeks after that but anyway 
Well, my whole point is that I am more adventurous now than I was when I was in my 20s. So Russ and I are going to go do Segway races. No, we're not. We're no. going to go kayaking on the river. No. We can I, can't, I can't swim. We can get right. We can get ice cream afterwards. I could die. I could die. Or you could get ice cream afterwards. No. Death is not worth it for ice cream. I'll tell you what we do. We get in the kayaks. And we kayak out to Redbud Island, which is an outdoor, leash-free dog park. So you row your little boat out there, and you get to see all the dogs playing okay. in the water. I was going to say, do you think my dog would get in the would get in a and the kayak? I don't think you have a dog. Okay, whatever. He's been talking about the, his, this dog, Lucy, ever since I've known him. I've never seen this dog. You've seen my dog. I have a dog. <clears throat> I don't think Russ has a dog. I have a dog. She's antisocial. She's so antisocial that in 10 years of friendship, I've never seen the thing. Actually, more than that. More than 10. 15. 15. 2001. 15. Good Lord. In 15 years, I've never seen this dog. How old is this dog? She's like, she's almost 10. Never seen this dog. Okay. She stays at home. I've seen a picture of the dog once, I think. <laughs> that I, think, I, think we, I think we've kind of derailed. Um, We, we might have. It's possible we might have. You need to play like some Muzak and just. <laughs> Please hold while we confirm hold. the existence exactly. of Russ's dog. Right. All right. So, uh, as Russ pointed out, we, we have derailed significantly. I did not camp out for a Wii U. I did get one fairly early in its launch cycle, but the NX is on its own. We've, we've had that conversation. But uh, Russ and I camped out for a video game console, and it was a miserable experience. That neither yeah. one of us really enjoyed, and he yeah. forced me to roleplay as the Golden Girls. Yep. It's very upsetting. Best TV show about elderly women. I don't know how strong its competition is. Yeah. What? All right. So uh, I guess that's it for now. Uh, thanks for stopping by. All right. We'll see you. <laughs> Bye.